Welcome to Change Creator Magazine for the strong-willed, untamed spirits who want to create a profitable business that matters to them and the planet. Learn more at changecreator.com. Issue 15, article, Using Blockchain Today, How Companies Are Staying Ahead of Technology and Regulations to Change the World, by Brett Romero. The applications of blockchain are constantly evolving, and any company that wants to keep up is in a race, whether they want to be or not. From distributed applications to new cryptocurrencies and specific use tokens, not to mention ecosystems that spin off from each of these, it's nearly enough to make any founder's head spin. But there are founders who are keeping up and staying right at the cutting edge of blockchain developments. To do this, They not only need to be in front of the technology, but also the rising wave of regulations that threaten to pour into this pool of fertile creativity. How does a founder building a blockchain or related technologies keep up? In this article, you'll learn how several companies keep their wits about them in the turbulent but unrestrained blockchain space. Not your 1990s server database. Companies creating distributed applications, cryptocurrencies, and tokens are bound to the blockchain for their existence. The blockchain is the underlying infrastructure that powers all the above technologies. Blockchain started as a simple distributed ledger. Rather than some central authority, such as a central bank, having control over the ledger, it is distributed across multiple nodes. These nodes validate transactions on the blockchain and are rewarded for their efforts, usually with tokens. After validation, a transaction is logged in the ledger. Once logged, transactions are immutable. Bitcoin is the most widely used cryptocurrency, but also uses one of the most basic blockchains. With the development of Ethereum, the blockchain further evolved. Ethereum introduced smart contracts, which allow certain actions to occur based on conditional events. For example, after one party completes a project milestone, funds are released to them from an escrow account. Additionally, Ethereum is much faster than Bitcoin transactions. Further evolution of the blockchain now includes NEO, Decentralized Open Source Blockchain, also called the Ethereum of China. IOTA, blockchain developed for the IoT, Internet of Things. Blockchain as a service, BAAS. Outsource your blockchain to companies that will handle the entire build-out and maintenance. Papers, please, how regulations are impacting crypto assets. Tokens have grown in popularity due to ICOs or initial coin offerings. Many compare an ICO to an IPO, which are initial public offerings for public companies. That's an incorrect comparison, however. ICOs are more similar to crowdfunding. Crypto companies raise funds through an ICO by inviting investors to purchase their tokens, which are often not yet available. To hold off investors and make it seem as though the company actually has something in the works, the company will publish a white paper. Based on the white paper, 
investors decide if they want to give the company money or not. More companies are actually creating real products before trying to wrangle in investors. This tactic puts them ahead in the credibility line compared to competitors that only have a philosophy about how they're going to change the world. As the number of ICOs has grown, so too has the amount of scrutiny government regulators have placed on the activities of crypto companies. The large debate raging nowadays is over ICOs as a security, which requires registration with the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, or utility tokens. If the ICO is issuing utility tokens, they avoid the definition of security, which is based on the Howey decision. Marianne Morrow, founder and CEO of Ninth Gear, sums up the Howey decision quite well for us. So the question is, what makes something a security? It's the Howey decision of 1946. Is the value of the thing dependent on the efforts of someone else? An equity stock is dependent on the efforts of management and the employees in the corporation. Thus, it's an equity. A $100 bill is not dependent on the value of anyone else for its value, so it's not an equity. It has its intrinsic value just like a barrel of oil, a bushel of wheat, or a ton of hog bellies. More on Moro shortly. Many ICOs are trying to stay within the realm of utility token, which keeps them out of the realm of security. Rather than tokens that are traded on exchanges for the sake of being traded, or simply exchanges of value, utility tokens are often restricted for use only on the issuing company's platform. These tokens are used to buy the company's products and services. Note that it isn't necessary for the token to exist for a company to issue an ICO for the token. Some examples of utility tokens are to facilitate smart contracts or allow for two banks to transfer assets between each other. On some platforms, the token may be used as a form of payment for work performed at the issuing company. Since the token can only be used on the company's platform, People being rewarded with the company's token can only spend it on offerings provided by the company. Build a team and pave a new path. Mary Ann Morrow, who earlier helped us out with the Howey decision, runs Ninth Gear, a startup located in Palo Alto, California. They're developing a financial services protocol that will allow financial institutions to transfer and settle assets between each other much faster than traditional financial protocols currently in use. Some of the assets that can be transferred include stocks, bonds, and currencies. As Morrow told ChangeCreator during our interview, a bank goes through our protocol and we switch them into a digital asset and then they're able to trade those digital assets and then they go back into a bank. Trade, in this 